Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to tell you about our Instant Pot bucket list. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy Instant Pot recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash IP bucket list or you can search recipethis.com for bucket list. Let's talk all about Instant Pot frozen meat, one of the most underrated Instant Pot foods. My favourite is Instant Pot frozen steak. You probably hear me mention it a lot in the different podcast episodes to do with the Instant Pot because it's just so, so amazing. You can uh, grab any of your favourite frozen steak, place it in the Instant Pot inner pot, Add your broth of choice and you will have beautiful tender steak at the end of the cooking time. What I tend to do is I tend to use braising steak because the cheap cuts of steak are amazing in the Instant Pot. You don't have to use an expensive cut like fillet. You can just choose whatever you want. So why Instant Pot frozen meat, you may be wondering. Because of the convenience, really. You know, it cooks just as good from frozen as it does from fresh. So why bother thawing your food out when you can just throw it in the Instant Pot from frozen and it perfectly cooks? It's not dry and nobody can tell that it's been cooked from frozen. And even better, if you use places um, that specialise in meat delivery with frozen meat, you don't have to thaw it first, you can just grab it from its packaging Get the packaging off and you're ready to go. For example, if you're using places like ButcherBox, for example, they do um, a lot of different steaks, a lot of different uh, minced beef or ground beef, as you would call it if you live in the United States. And they also do things like the chicken breasts and the chicken wings, etc., which you can buy all of them from frozen with ButcherBox because they deliver it in um, little ice pack boxes so that it's just ready to go straight in your freezer and then you're not wasting any food either. And another thing I like to do is I will often buy meat when it's on its use-by date because the supermarkets will then reduce the price. In England, they call it yellow sticker shopping because the stickers that are on the food with the reductions on are yellow. Or here in Portugal, we have pink and orange, but the same thing. And what we will do is, let's say we're doing the weekly grocery shop and we see a load of pink stickers on some chickens, the whole chickens. Uh, We will just grab a load and throw them in the freezer and then we can cook them from frozen or thaw them for whenever we want to eat them. If we're cooking in the Instant Pot, we'll just grab um, a frozen whole chicken from the freezer, throw it in the Instant Pot and then you've got a beautiful... Uh, pressure cooker whole chicken to eat for dinner the same rule can apply to many different cuts of meat too chicken breast is the most famous uh, food to cook from frozen in the instant pot that kind of um, 
started many years ago when people first started buying the instant pots. And what what you do is you place chicken breast in the inner pot with some liquid. It cooks in the liquid and then it stops it from being dry. And it's very quick and easy. And then what you can do is you can get your meat claws out and you can shred the chicken breast and then do whatever you like with it, whether it's meal prep or you had something else in mind. For example, shredded chicken is fantastic for a baked um, chicken pasta dish. Or what we like to do with it is to throw it into um, homemade wraps. You know, off any type of flatbread will do the trick, actually, and it's very nice. But it just depends to how you like your meat and what kind of meat you regularly buy. For the taste, um, the taste is no different, really, at all from thawed compared to frozen. I think the only issue there is if you don't cook it in liquid and it's kind of just cooked on the trivet on its own without any wrapping of any kind, then it can be dry. So when it's dry, it's not going to taste as good. So I recommend either silver foiling it into the trivets or placing it and cooking it in liquid in the actual main inner pots. And you can choose the two main ways for cooking frozen meat in the instant pot is either steamed or submerged as I call them. Steamed is when you are cooking it directly on the trivet and or in a steamer basket and submerged basically means you're cooking it in liquid. So let me explain them in a bit more detail because you're probably thinking what on earth is she talking about? So submerged. Let's say that you want a pot chops uh, cooked from frozen with a mushroom gravy. What you would do is you would start your recipe by sautéing some onion and garlic and some mushrooms, loading in, uh, say, our famous uh, mushroom sauce, and then you would add the pork chops to that so that the pork chops was in the liquid. And that's what I mean by submerged. You know, if the... If the meat isn't in the liquid, it's got a higher chance of being dry because you're cooking it from frozen. So it doesn't have that moisture when it's cooking from the start. And then when I'm talking about being steamed, I'm talking about food that is not uh, directly in contact with the liquid. So by this, I mean you would add a cup or two of liquid into the bottom of the instant pots add in your trivet and then place your food on top of the trivet recommended in silver foil or you can use your steamer basket. This is very good for let's say you're doing hamburgers because I recommend hamburgers are covered in silver foil and then sat in a steamer basket or on the trivet. So when you're doing things like that then I recommend the trivet. But overall, the liquid uh, method works a lot better. And some of the recipes I'll be mentioning today do use the submerged method more than they use the steamed method. But it depends on the kind of taste that you're looking for from your food because a lot of us do actually like the flavour that is given to food when it's just been steamed. Because it's not in the liquid, it retains its flavour and it doesn't have that kind of boiled kind of taste to it. And, you know, the most famous 
frozen meat to cook in the instant pot of, of course chicken but you've got so much choice you can do lamb um such as a lamb shoulder from frozen um lamb ribs lamb shank you know there's loads of choice there you can do uh ground mince beef ground mince lamb ground mince pork um you can do burgers of, of course like i said you can do steak you can do a pot roast you can do roast beef and gravy. You could um, cook from frozen a whole turkey if that was your thing. Um, you know, there's just so much choice. Don't think it's just chicken breast because that's the most searched and talked about instant pot frozen meat. But let me tell you, there's lots of choice out there. I recommend that you actually start with a frozen chicken breast because it's the easiest. You just dump in chicken breast in the broth in the instant pot and pressure cooking it's very very simple so if you're thinking about doing frozen meat and you've not done it before i recommend that you start with the chicken breast over on recipethis.com what we have is we have a frozen meat principle when you subscribe at recipethis.com forward slash newsletter you simply enter your email address there and then you'll get a link to our downloads page on our downloads page, we have a free printable that shows you how to cook uh, meat in the instant pot with the different cooking times, depending on which type of meat that you are cooking. And it's fantastic because you can print it off, place it on your fridge, and then quickly reference it later whenever you need it. It's just ideal. So remember, that's recipethis.com forward slash newsletter to get your hands on that. You could pause the episode now and grab yourself a copy or do it later. Or alternatively, we have lots of other free ebooks in the members area for that too. My number one tip would be that whole roasts are the best. They're the easiest too. You know, if you think of how you would normally cook them thawed in the instant pot, the same rules apply from frozen, except you're just cooking them for a, a little bit longer. For example, when you cook a frozen roast, you can saute your onions and vegetables and load them in first. Place your roasting joints inside the instant pot. Make sure you've got adequate liquid and then take it to pressure. That rule would apply to roast beef, roast pork, roast lamb, roast chicken, roast turkey. Whatever roasting you want to do, you can do it in the instant pot. And the beauty is that when it comes time to serving, the meat is incredibly tender and juicy. And it's much better than what I would consider roast in meat is in the oven. You know, you don't have the crisp on it. Um, but you have a much tender taste. Though, if you have an air fryer lid for your instant pot or your own air fryer, what I recommend is you start off by pressure cooking, then um, add some olive oil and add your favourite seasonings um, to the meat and then air fry it for that lovely crispy texture. I've experimented a lot with this and have found that that makes the ideal way to cook the meat because you're starting uh, with the pressure cooker and then you're ending with the air fryer. So it's just fantastic.
Let's talk five magical ways to cook instant pot frozen meat. I've mentioned it above and I've mentioned it in other um, podcasts and it would be the steak. Uh, The steak is ideal. Next time you're at the butcher's or there's a special deal in the supermarket, uh, grab yourself some uh, braising steak. It's uh, cheap of the cheap and then it's fantastic for doing like up to three or four steaks at once in the instant pot in a nice liquid and then pressure cooking them and the meat literally falls apart as you start to slice it it's just wonderful and you cannot believe it's brazing I uh, do it so that I do it in a steak sauce so that that sauce can then be thickened after I've cooked the steak and served with it so if you like a mushroom sauce with your steak, a peppercorn sauce, um, a brandy sauce, you can mix and match with whichever sauce you prefer with your steak and it's just amazing. Second on the list would be burgers. What I tend to do is get the kids to do them because they absolutely love helping me in the kitchen and it's just something simple that they can get involved with. So what I do is I choose whichever burgers we're having I um, I do a few sheets of silver foil, burger on top of the silver foil, favourite seasoning, and then they're sealed up and wrapped. And then the kids will do the seasoning and wrap them up for me. And what I will do is I'll get the Instant Pot out. I'll saute some onion in the um, Instant Pot. I'll then add enough liquid for it to come to pressure and then I'd add in the trivet and the burgers would be sat on top of the trivet. So you can normally fit a lot more burgers in this way because you're kind of balancing them in whatever space you've got left. And then when the burgers have finished cooking and you've released pressure, you can um, grab the onions that are in the bottom, give them a quick saute if you want to, or you can add whatever else you want to to them. And then you've got burgers with fried onions and then you can just go in and add all your normal garnish that you normally have when you make your burgers. We like um, lettuce, tomato, cucumber, some mayonnaise and then obviously some cheese. And then something else you can do that we did when we were experimenting with burgers in the Instant Pot is we've got a melty crisp lid, which is kind of an air fryer lid. And what we did is we added the burgers to the crisp lid basket, added a slice of cheese, and then used the air fryer lid to melt the cheese before loading them into burger buns, and they were absolutely yummy. So you could do that, or you could put them in the air fryer to melt the cheese if you've got your own air fryer. just depends on how you like your burgers. And you can use any brand of burgers. They can be your own homemade burgers that you've frozen. They can be butcher boxes. They can be um, supermarket cheap ones or whatever you like. And then next on the list would be pork tenderloin. Pork tenderloin is amazing. And because it's quite small, it doesn't have a huge cooking time on it. And it's ideal for sautéing in the Instant Pot to brown it, adding some apple or pears, adding your favourite seasonings and stock. 
and then let it pressure cook and it is so so tender and then you can slice it up and you've got a fantastic uh, weeknight dinner opportunity there that's just so easy and pork tenderloin in my opinion can get a bit expensive so I just wait until it's reduced in price bulk buy it or when it's on a special deal and then I'll cook it from frozen whenever we want some. And the packaging that comes with it, it comes off so easily, so it's easy for when you are cooking from frozen. Fourth on the list would have to be the pork chops. Pork chops are delicious cooked from frozen in the Instant Pot. But don't you just hate it when you buy your frozen meat and it, the plan for it is to pressure cook it from frozen and everything is stuck together. You know, we're always told uh, when it comes to cooking frozen meat in the Instant Pot, if it's stuck together, it's a bad idea because it's going to cook at different times and the outside will be cooked and the inside won't. So what I like to do is use what they call zero point or zero minute Instant Pot um, cooking. Basically, that what that means is that you go to cook your food in the Instant Pot and you just take it to pressure and then it beeps to stop. So it goes to pressure, it starts the cooking and then it's done. There's no extra cooking time involved. You know, like normally if you set a time to 10 minutes, it's time to pressure and then it's 10 minutes. Whereas what you're doing is you're putting the cook time down to zero minutes and then that's it. So this is what I do with the pork chops. What I do is I um, place the pork chops in the steamer basket in the instant pot with the liquid in the bottom. I cook them for zero minutes only and then I release pressure. That zero minutes is all that you need to get the unstuck pork chops apart because it happens with a lot of foods, doesn't it, where they're all stuck together. You've got no chance of getting them out. So you can just do a zero-minute cook time in the Instant Pot. And then they easily come apart and you can do what you like with them. So I'll do a zero cook minutes and then I'll do the normal pressure cook because they'll still be partly frozen, but they're uh, defrosted enough to be able to separate. And you can do that with any of your foods that you've got where they're stuck together. I do it uh, with frozen soup if it's stuck in the container and I can't possibly get it out to use it. The same goes for stock. If you've got some stock that you need to loosen, that's frozen solid, then follow that method. And then for cooking pork chops, you can do it in a similar way to how I suggest for steak. And I recommend sautéing some... um, some onion, adding in some vegetables of choice if that's your thing, adding in stock in your pork chops and just make sure it's um, at least partly submerged because it'll stop the pork chops from being dry. And I also recommend using boneless pork chops or you might call them pork steaks because they are also fantastic in the instant pot. Here in Portugal, they call them bifanas. And it's kind of the uh, the sandwich of Portugal, uh, as in they have uh, pork bifana sandwiches or porco, as it would be here because that's how they say pork. 
and then they'll load it into yummy sandwiches in a warm um, bread roll and they're absolutely delicious and incredibly cheap too and it's kind of the sandwich that most people go to have um, in the summer or in the winter and when the Portuguese are barbecuing you can guarantee there'll be some bafanas going on the barbecue and then for the fifth one the pork the pot roast um if you love a pot roast then know that it's very easy to cook from frozen in the instant pots what you do is you can start by sauteing some onion browning your meat and then you can place the carrots and potatoes around the frozen meat and what i actually recommend though is what you can do instead because Bearing in mind it's a long cook time for the meat, in which time the potatoes and carrots are going to get really mushy. So what I actually recommend you do is you add a smaller amount of carrots and potatoes and cook those uh, with your uh, beef. And then the carrots and potatoes can be uh, the main ingredients for your gravy. And then when your beef's finished cooking, you can remove a slice of the beef and then blend it uh, with your mushy carrots and potatoes and the stock that you've got in the bottom. And it makes the most amazing creamy gravy you've ever tried. There's no cornflour, there's no unnatural ingredients. It's just proper wholesome food. And it's great if you've got picky kids that say, I don't eat carrots. (laughs) You know, you've given them their hidden vegetables, as they say. And then while your beef is resting, the instant pot is still really hot so it's much quicker to go to pressure so then while it's resting quickly add a steamer basket and add your already prepped carrots and potatoes and they can be quickly pressure cooking while you're making your gravy and while your beef is resting and then when it's time you've then got your um, pot roast with your beef carrots potatoes and gravy all ready to go at the same time and it's just an ideal easy way to do it and of course uh, the cook time for the, the pot roast it tends to be longer because it's frozen but if you like your uh, chuck roast as is commonly used for making a pot roast if you like it so that it falls apart like pulled beef you can cook it a little bit longer and if you want it to have more of a feeling of you know your typical uh, beef roast that slices well then you can reduce the cook time and it will slice perfectly it just depends on how you like it as we all have a different opinion of how long uh, roast beef should be cooked for I mean you might want yours a little bit pink in the middle for example you know, I'm married to a chef, you know, you can't, you can't not have your uh, roast beef with a bit of pink to it. It's like considered that you ruined the beef otherwise, you know, which is quite funny. So this week's recipe of the week is frozen Italian sausages. And let me tell you first the story behind them. When I first moved in with Dominic, we're going uh, way back to the year 2000 here. I couldn't cook. I could make a lasagna, I could make an amazing cheese sauce, I could make macaroni cheese, I could make spaghetti bolognese and I could make shortbread. Oh, and a quiche too. 
But my cooking abilities was limited to about 10 different things and I never really felt like I really knew what I was doing when I was cooking. It was just kind of like I was winging it as such. So one food that I got into making him was in the oven was um, meat and sauce added. Oven baked and then it was ready. You know, so I'm talking the fresh chicken drumsticks with some sweet and sour sauce added to them an oven bit, that kind of thing. But one thing I became hooked on when I was experimenting was adding a can of tin tomatoes to some fresh sausages and baking it. And you had these lovely um, sausages in tomatoes. And then it, just before the end of cooking, I'd add some cheese in. So you'd have a lovely melted cheese in there as well. And it was one of my favourites. So I was thinking about the easiest way to cook frozen meat in the Instant Pot and I came up with my frozen Italian sausages recipe. It was using the same principles that I had way back then and what I recommend you do is um, a can of tin tomatoes or just your normal uh, Dolmio style uh, tomato sauce. Add in Italian sausages or any decent sausages from the butchers Um it's important that you're using decent sausages because really fatty sausages won't work well in this recipe. Add in your favourite seasoning, so your Italian seasoning, mixed herbs, whatever's your thing, some salt and pepper. Uh, the sausages will be submerged in the tomatoes and then pressure cook. And these can be, sausages can be done from frozen, that's no problem. And once it's done, you have some lovely sausages in a tomato sauce that are perfect for serving with your favourite sides for dinner. And it's just something simple. If you're starting out with frozen food in the Instant Pot, just give something like this a go because it's it's just... It's just simple. You know, quite often, uh, Instant Pot recipes are overcomplicated. People struggle to understand the Instant Pot when they first get one because it's all these different jargons that we have for things. But by cooking something like that, it just gives us the confidence to truly get started with the Instant Pot. And over to Q&A. The question I've got this week is... Um, to do with instant pot frozen meat is my hot dogs exploded well i've had that happen to me too and the problem is is when you use these really really big fat uh, kind of german brat sausages um when they're put to pressure they do actually slightly explode and i've tried different cooking times and found that the lower the cooking time you go uh, the less chance of them exploding. And I've also found that the best option is to use low pressure rather than high pressure. In most of our recipes, we recommend high pressure. And it's very rare we use low pressure, but um, the big German sausages are a fantastic example of this. Or I tend to just stick with doing sausages that are more like the butcher's sausages rather than German sausages in the Instant Pot. And then when I'm doing things like the proper uh, Brathurst is to do them in the air fryer instead because they produce the best results and it's just easier, you know, because you're always worried if my, my sausage is going to explode. And if you want to do hot dogs, just go with regular sausages if you're doing them 
in the Instant Pots. I'll go with the cheaper, thinner sausages because these don't explode. And I hope that helps. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now. Bye.